In this episode about how to manifest your dream life and business, my guest is Melinda Van Fleet. Melinda helps busy leaders and business people achieve next level results faster while spending less time, frustration, and money on other services, courses, and programs that don't produce the results you desire. She's an intuitive energy business and leadership mentor, certified life and business coach, human design coach, and best-selling author. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Melinda. I appreciate you making the time. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. This is awesome. Thank you. In, in our last discussion, a topic that came up was how to manifest your dream life and business. How did you discover that? What's the story there? <laughs> it's a little crazy because it all happened before the internet, let's say, exploded with all the scoop on how to manifest and and all the things that we find now so easily on YouTube and on Facebook, even on LinkedIn, right? And definitely podcasts. So my husband and I, we met, I want to say 2006. And he told me when we met, he's like, I don't know if I'll ever love anything more than fishing. <laughs> so and I was he knew what he 30s. wanted. He was really honest. And what was so crazy about that is I had really struggled with being single, which I'm sure a lot of um, people can really relate to, especially business women that are very driven. We often have a hard time meeting someone that is a, is a good match. And so I was one of those women and I had listed all the qualities I wanted to manifest in a husband. And one of the things was I wanted someone who had a hobby and mm -hmm. I wanted someone who had a hobby because my hobby was just work. <laughs> I was like one of those workaholic corporate women and I want someone to hobby. So when I met my husband and he said he never, um, he doesn't know if he'll ever love anything more than fishing. I was like, I'm okay with this because it's kind of what I asked for in terms of that you have a serious hobby. So what ended up happening is over um, the year or so that we were in Minneapolis and we got married pretty quickly, I realized that my husband suffered from anxiety and depression. And we would go fishing all the time because he loved fishing. So it was his release from the world of um, his corporate job that he had that he absolutely hated. And so we would go to the rivers and the lakes all the time and go fishing. And what I realized was that when he was fishing, he was much calmer, more relaxed. Mm -hmm. The anxiety went away and he felt really good. So what we ended up doing was just intuitively led. We laid on the top of our bed. Um, just, you know, just right on top of the comforter. And I would play the sound machine. I would play the ocean sounds in the sound machine. And I would make up this whole dream life of where we moved somewhere where it never ever snowed and it was warm all year round. And he could go fishing and there were palm trees and green grass and colorful houses. And we could have two little shih tzus, which we do. We have two shih tzus. And we, I just like made this whole thing up and I did it mm. all the time. I constantly was doing it anytime he was depressed and we had a little time, we would just lay there and do this. And I just intuitively, it came to me to do this. So what ended up happening was in 2009, January, I got laid off. I was one of 70 people. They just went for pay grades with the great recession that many of us remember, I'm sure. 
And then in May, I happened to be watching Oprah. I had been looking for a job, you know, when you're jobless, looking mm-hmm. for jobs, like a full-time job. So I was full-time looking for a job, but I happened to be watching Oprah that day and she had a couple on and the couple was talking about how they both had gotten laid off at the same time. And I was like, that's going to be us. It sounds familiar. <laughs> it sounds like this is going to happen. And in less than a month, my husband lost his job too. So uh, he was one of nine. His company had gotten sued and they just kind of did a, a little um, trim there and he lost his job too. So what did we end up doing after about a couple months and a lot of um, advice from family and friends, we ended up packing up our stuff selling lots of other things that we just didn't need. And we moved to the Florida Keys and we started over completely from scratch with um, no money, no jobs, (laughs) no family or friends down here. We'd never even been here and we figured it out. So fast forward a couple of years, because it took a couple of years for my husband to get his hours and us to kind of figure things out. But we built a very, very successful sport fishing business here in the Florida Keys called Good Karma Sport Fishing, and it's now branched into coaching. So I'm a coach with my own company, and then my husband and I own Good Karma Sport Fishing, and he's branched into coaching. He started that in 2020. So it's it's been an amazing journey in terms of like having a vision, and it wasn't even all that intentional, (laughs) and we just followed the breadcrumbs, and we ended up landing here. So now we're like living the dream. However, every day I say, you know, it's it's not always sunshine and rainbows. So I don't want someone to think that every day is easy. It's certainly not. But we have definitely accomplished what we had um, set out there to do. Well, when it comes to manifesting, it sounds like you almost did it intuitively or was it something you had to work at doing? Yeah, it was really, you know, I, I believe that everything goes together with manifesting. Okay. So um, there's... And that's where sometimes the internet can be very misleading, especially with a lot of the courses and programs that are sold out there. You know, there's a lot of selling with FOMO marketing, like, oh, just take this course and you're going to, you know, become a millionaire overnight. And that's not really true. Manifestation is a combination of having, you know, some type of vision, putting it out there clearing through any of the emotional health that you need to do in terms of, um, you know, whether it's limiting beliefs, blocks, triggers, um, really centralizing your, your nervous system and following breadcrumbs, which is your intuition. You know, you're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to try this today and see how this works. So when all these things come together with divine timing, that's when, you know, everything manifests. It, It just comes to fruition. Well, a lot of people, especially in the entrepreneurship world, getting started or starting another company, they can get imposter syndrome, what you just mentioned, limiting beliefs. What When you realize you have them, how can you work on them? Where do you even get started with limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome? Yeah, actually, you know, and limiting beliefs is just something that will always pop up for people at different stages and, and different levels. So building the extreme awareness around that where you can like look in that mirror and go, oh, yeah, this is a limiting belief and work on that. You know, that just is, um, I'm going to say practice, practice over time. And the more and more aware you are about that, that in terms of like being present is really important. Um, Staying away from 
distractions and noise so you can really like focus and listen to your own thoughts and guidance that helps with that and it's funny I just recorded uh, YouTube today for my channel where I shared some stories about having a leg up um, I'm sure you've heard many stories before you know people end up kind of getting to their next level of success because they had a leg up in life or you know a door opened for them and the story about my husband in terms of when um, our sport fishing business really exploded, which was in 2018, was um, he ended up getting the cover of Florida Sportsman, which is amazing. <laughs> and nice. It was after, though, this is what's really important, after six years, six years of working really hard, right? So, and that encompasses all the things that encompasses like doing the thing, like taking action, learning, perfecting your craft. Um, it also encompasses getting over the limiting beliefs that he can do it. And a lot of imposter syndrome, because as you can imagine, you know, here we are in, in the Florida Keys. It's the sport fishing capital of the world. <laughs> like, wow. Didn't we know that. Move somewhere where it's like a blue ocean no 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 we moved into the bloody ocean and um so you know imagine all these captains down here that have been fishing you know since they were kids you know their dads were charter boat captains in the keys their grandfathers were charter boat captains in the keys and when we moved down here that was the marketing was that I grew up fishing down here. I've been fishing down here my whole life. I'm a third generation conch. And we were like in our mid thirties, stood out like sore thumbs. We were definitely not the normal demographic and trying to build a business like completely on our own with no support, um, without that family liaison, that family ties. And so there was a lot of imposter syndrome that my husband had to work through. And honestly, it, it just, it takes time. It takes time, the awareness, perfecting your craft, eliminating distractions. And, you know, just that, I like to say that will to keep going, that, that true passion that you're, you're going to figure this out. And I'm just very blessed that my husband has a lot of internal fire. And so do I, so that just our own personal drive has, has been like the force behind it all. So yeah. Great so question. what do you do for that personal drive? I mean, how do you increase it, develop mm -hmm. it? Cause it sounds like you had a lot to develop. How do you develop internal drive to keep on, yeah. keep it on? It's, it's in, for a lot of people, I'm going to say, especially nowadays, um, I think it's become an even bigger challenge. You know, people are getting very comfortable right? They, especially after COVID, I, I, I believe a lot of people would agree with me on this. Excuse me. People have kind of figured out, oh, I, I can live within this. I, you know, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to face my fears. It's ugly. <laughs> you know, there's mm -hmm. lots of, you know, people really don't want to do the hard work and the hard work is the mental, right? Often more so than like learning the craft or doing the thing. It's often the, all the mental stuff that we're talking about that's harder for people. And, you know, not every day is going to be easy. I'm going to be honest. It's, it is kind of easy to slip into that comfort zone, especially with all the distractions there are out there, but you, you have to go, okay, what's my life going to look like in 10 years if I don't mm -hmm. step up my game? 
you know, I, I think really having some type of vision and really seeing the future and going, okay, time goes by really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're almost to 2024. So really going, okay, I haven't really moved the needle in the past six months. Like, do I want my life to look like this? Right. Do I, do I want to be in debt? Do I want to not be known? Do I want to not have, you know, more locations? Let's say you have a small business or a restaurant or something. So whatever your goal is, you really do have to continue to be aware and and stay grounded to it. And that's the work. That's the work. Well, on those tough days, how do you develop? Because a lot of what you said, it could be avoiding, avoiding things of, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be in debt Mm -hmm. and you're moving away. And then at the same time, how do you balance focused on what you're moving towards the good thing? I mean, is it one or the other you focus on more or where, where does your focus lie with running away from something and running towards something? Yeah, I think really having the awareness that everything's a choice. I learned that my first day of college, I went to Purdue and I remember sitting in this huge, huge auditorium for accounting class, accounting 101. And that's the only thing he talked about in that class. And that's the one of two things I remember from going to school. So, And it was that everything's a choice. And people were debating him. The students were like raising their hand, go, well, no, I, you know, I have, um, I took out loans to get here or my parents paid. And he was like, no, it's your choice. It is your choice to be here. It is your choice to show up. It is your choice to do the work. Mm-hmm. And that just really sat with me, right? So I think a lot of people try to blame other other circumstances, but you really still have to be like, this is my choice to do this today, to drive my business forward, or, um, you know, whether it's eat healthy, I started going to yoga three to four days a week, you know, it's my choice to get my butt in the car and go there. And, and I'm not really good at it. Right. So, (laughs) so it's like, okay, but I know that that's going to be a benefit to me. And I just decide, I just decide. And I think we sometimes tend to think that there's some other magic formula but at the end of the day, there really isn't. You you have to just decide you're going to do this and you're going to do it consistently or you're going to keep showing up. How do you make better choices then? Is it the actions you take or what 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 is it? What would be a good choice? How do you make a good choice? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, with my um, let's say with the well. <laughs> I um, am in perimenopause, so TMI probably for too many people, but I've gained a little weight, right? So it's not a fun experience, especially since I released over 40 pounds a a few years ago. And I was looking at, well, what are we going to eat tomorrow for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, you know, do I, do I go to the store? You know, my husband's going to want a dessert, right? And honestly, I just, I sat with it. I let it go. I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to let this go. And I really listen to my intuition. So I'm an intuitive and energetic business mentor. And I really teach people how to, how to do this, right. How to really be more present, listen, you know, take a break. And you have to keep reminding yourself to do this because we run on autopilot. Right. So I had to Mm -hmm. remind myself today, just let this dessert thing go. So I go to walk my dogs and I always have things come through to me when I walk the dogs Mm -hmm. and I'm walking the dogs and I got an intuitive hit. 
that I have a really good recipe for keto brownies in my cabinet that I haven't looked at since we moved into this house last December. Mm-hmm. My husband loves them. And so I was like, oh, yes, I can make the sugar-free and, um, you know, the keto brownies. And, you know, there's no excuses for tomorrow then. Like literally no excuses to not cut out some sugar and some carbs. <laughs> and, you know, it's really just fine tuning those things. And, and, and no, there's no magic bullet. That's why I think it's really good to have a coach to always be, you know, reminding you and keeping you on track and um, sharing new tips and tools along the way and having someone to talk to because this took work for me. This was years of practice, years of eliminating overthinking, and I'm still not perfect. No human, I don't don't think is, but I'm really gotten good at it (laughs) And because I practice. I remember it. I practice. I've had coaches, so I share those things with other people too, and it's just the constant the constant reminding yourself, the constant making the choices, um, letting it go. If, if you're feeling a little like overwhelmed and seeing, you know, what can come through for guidance with your intuition. Well, especially on tough days or tough decisions, like you just mentioned, how can someone develop intuition? I think, mm-hmm. I believe we all have it, but some people it's very underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everyone has it. Everyone has all these gifts. Um, more pe- people, people just have either worked on developing them or um or they're just at some different level just naturally right which you know who knows how to really explain that in the context of 3d but i feel from what i've learned in my experience is that the older we get so i'm 52 the more rewiring we have to do Mm. in terms of less overthinking less distractions and those are the things when you start to work on that, that your intuition will start to, to um, open up. So everyone talks about meditation. It is truly like the primo tool and the amount of people that meditate. I, I, I heard a statistic once. It was like ridiculously small number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you meditate, Mark? I'm getting better at it. I'd love to say I'm phenomenal and I do it every day, but it doesn't happen that way. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. It is, it is truly the tool. Um, there's different ways. Um, I highly recommend everyone to just get started in what way you can do. And because there's, there's so many different ways, but when I discovered, um, meditation was, actually a dark day of the soul in May of 2018 when everything was like in the shitter and it was right before the magazine came out it was, we were just waiting for so many things and I was very frustrated I'm an Aries I'm really impatient so I wanted everything now and okay. um <laughs> like a long journey and I just sat on the couch and was crying and screaming at God I was like, this sucks. I'm over it. And just had like this total meltdown. And I looked over to my left and I had a a book from Gabby Bernstein. Do you know who Gabby Bernstein is? Mm. She's a very, very successful female spiritual teacher. She's been around for a while and she's written lots of books. 
So I happened to have her book on my shelf, like just from years of just having books and she happened to be on my shelf. And I caught my eye, the chills now. And I grabbed the book and she talks about meditation. And I started that day and I've never missed a day ever. It's like brushing my teeth. I just won't miss it. You've mentioned having less distractions a few times. Meditation, definitely, that plays a role. But just in life in general, people could do so many things. There are so many distractions now. When you say making less distractions, how do you do that? You just turn off the phone. (laughs) That's one way to (laughs) You just say, I'm not going to scroll on LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram Reels. (gasps) all those things. I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not going to get in a fight with my neighbor. Um, You really just have to decide. So I know that's hard for people. You know, I was definitely a Facebook scroller and I had to stop, Um, but it's just a waste of time. Like, think about it. If you stopped all that stuff and spent 15 minutes meditating and was able to, you know, listen more to your intuition and hear more business ideas and more things come through to you that can solve some of your challenges in life. Like, isn't that worth it? Oh, completely. Mm -hmm. So decide. We've covered a lot in a very short period of time. (laughs) Thank you for the time. This has been awesome. (laughs) If you were to say, as far as manifesting your dream life and business, if you're going to tell people, if you're just going to do one thing or start one new practice to get the ball rolling, what would you tell them to do? If it was just at least do this, what would you say? Um, I, I, I would say, I'm going to say eliminate distractions. Okay. Yeah. I think it's huge. Well, thank you for the time and I appreciate yes. it, Linda. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And if people want to find you online, where's the best place to go? So I am on LinkedIn as it sounds like hypocrite here, but I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram. I have a podcast called the success codes podcast and everything's available through my website, which is my name, melindavanfleet.com. Thank you again. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the idea climbing podcast. If you'd like to hear from a lot more experts, the idea climbing book is now available at ideaclimbingbook.com. You can also hear more podcasts at ideaclimbing.com. Hope to see you in one of those two venues. Have a great one.